0: senior come on praise the lord everybody praise the lord everybody come on and give God a good hand praise come on and bless the lord hallelujah bless him bless him come on and praise him praise him praise him hallelujah bless the lord bless the lord God is good and all the time. Amen. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Amen. We give God praise. We thank God for his blessings on today. Amen. We are here by the grace of God. Amen. Knowing that God has blessed us, God has delivered us. Amen. And called us for such a time as this. Amen. And we are blessed to be in the presence of the Lord in the presence of his people, amen, here because God ordained it so, amen. And we thank God for all that he's done, for all that he is about to do, amen. We're continuing to believe him for great things, amen. Look around and tell your neighbor, I'm believing God God. for great things, amen. Amen. We got to believe God for great things, knowing that he is going to do exactly what we believe him for. Amen. We are so grateful to be in the midst today. Amen. Amongst the land of the living. Amen. With the people of the living God. Amen. We thank God for his mercy and his great grace unto us. Amen. Always keeping us, always looking out for us. Amen. Always making a way for us. And this is what we thank him for. Saints, open up your Bibles with me. Amen. We're going to start out in Galatians 1. Let's change that. Let's start out in John 8 and 32. Come on, let's say it. Thank God for the Word. Amen. We're going to start out in St. John 8. Amen. The eighth chapter. Amen. We thank God. We're glad to see our sister Annette out. Amen. Amen. Glad to see Sister Maritza healed. Amen. Amen. We thank God for that. Amen. John 8th chapter. Amen. Missing quite a few this morning. But we're here. (laughs) We're here. John 8th chapter. John 8 verse 32. Come on, read it together with me on the count of three. Three, and ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Amen. Amen. Come on, that was weak. Let's read that stronger. Amen. Amen. Verse 32, again on the three, let's read it strong. Three, and ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Now turn with me to Galatians 5 and 1. Again, Galatians 5 and 1. When you have it, say amen. 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 Galatians 5, verses 1. Amen. Let's read it on 3. 3, stand fast, therefore, in the liberty wherewith Christ has made us free. And be not entangled again with the yoke of bondage. Come on, let's read that one more time on three. Three, stand fast, therefore, in the liberty wherewith Christ has made us free. And be not entangled again with the yoke of bondage. Amen. You may be seated. Amen. You may be seated. Still under our title, it's all about Jesus. Amen. Look and tell your neighbor, it's all about Jesus. It's all about Jesus, nothing else. It's not about me. It's not about my good-looking suit. Amen. It's not about that. Amen. It's all about Jesus. It's all about him. This is what we got to remember. It's about Jesus. Amen. No matter what the world says, it's all about Jesus. Do we realize that everything that Satan has done... For the past 2,000 years, it's been all about Jesus. His anger at Jesus, his anger for bringing salvation in the land, his anger at Jesus for redeeming those who believe in him. Amen. It's been all about Jesus. Even with Satan, it's been all about Jesus. Amen. Everything that Satan has done has been to counter what Jesus has done. Why? It's all about Jesus. He knows that. He doesn't want us to know that, but that's why he's been doing the things that he does because he knows it's all about Jesus. He knows that Satan Satan knows that God is going to put him under Jesus' feet because yes. that's what the Father promised. Amen? Yes. The thought for today, who the Son makes free is free indeed. Again, who the Son makes free is free indeed. We want to talk about that a little bit today because there comes time times in our life where we don't feel free. How many understand what I'm talking about? See you don't feel free but it's not about feeling free. How many know a lot of times we say I don't feel good. Uh, think about it now. I don't feel good. Well, you know what? Who the son makes free is free indeed. It's not about your feelings. It's not about your emotions. We tie our emotions into everything to the point that at times our emotions take over and we don't even know it. And our emotions get a hold of things, and before you know it, our emotions has taken such control that we can't even see what God has really done. But I came to let you know that who the Son sets free is free indeed. You don't have to worry about anything else as long as you know Jesus has made you free. Amen. The challenge for today, very simple. Amen. Somebody say the Holy Spirit is on free. Come on, say it. The Holy Spirit is on free. The Holy is on free. What, what that is saying is that he has us right now focused on being free. Amen. The Holy Spirit is on free. So with the challenge to remain free. That's all it means. Remain free. That means don't be free today and then tomorrow you bound up again. Remain free. I have never known anyone that they set free from jail. Well, at least not me. I ain't know. Maybe you know some. I know there's a couple in the project I used to know that was scared of getting out of jail. But if you open the door for a prisoner, guess what? He ain't coming back. He don't want to come back. He wants to what? Remain what? Free. Christians, Christians. We got to remain free. Because see there's an enemy in the world who always wants to make us feel that we bound up. And he will do it in any little way he can to make us feel that you ain't got no victory. You are not you are not delivered. You are not healed. We need to remain free. And not let the words of anyone bring us back into bondage. Not let anybody's actions cause us to do things that we ought not to have done. Amen? Let us remain free. Remain free. Mean, means don't go back to where you once was. Stay where you are stand therefore in the liberty wherewith Christ has what made thee free and be not entangled again in the yoke of bondage you don't have to go back you can stay free amen when they let a prisoner from jail on probation they tell him you not you won't go back to jail as long as you follow the guidelines of your probation if you don't break probation, guess what? You'll stay free. But if you break probation, guess what? You're going back to jail. We're taking away your liberty. We're taking away your freedom because you don't know how to treat being free. And you know, a lot of times, saints, some of us take advantage of being free. That's why Paul told the Romans, he says, shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? This is what what Paul said. He told the Romans, shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? He said, God forbid. Don't allow that to happen. Don't ever allow that to happen. When God has set you free from something, don't go back. Amen? If God has set you free from smoking, don't go back to it. If God has set you free from pornography, don't go back to it. If God has set you free from alcohol, you ain't got no business at somebody's alcohol party. Amen. You ain't got no business going in the bar talking me, I'm going to witness. The devil is a liar. And stay out of there. You're going to get that smell all up in your nose. Next thing, maybe just a little taste. Amen. And, and, and listen here, no kid grew up saying, I want to be a drug addict. He just did it one time. And that one time turned into another time. And that another time turned into another time. Amen. No one wanted to get hooked on nicotine. But they took one puff and they went back and they got another one. And they went back and they got another one. And the next thing they know, they had a a habit of a pack a day. That's how it happens that you get. That's how Satan very sneakily pulls us into bondage. He pulls pulls us with the thought of, you won't be bound to this. You're just getting a little taste of it. Don't you want to see what everybody's talking about? And the next thing you know, you can't break the habit. It's become addicting, or it's become habit-forming. And now you're hooked on to something you never intended to be. Because you forgot that whom the Son sets free is free indeed. You don't ever have to go back to where you came from once Jesus has made you free you should not return to where you come from amen let me tell you something I got nothing I grew up in the projects I got nothing against the project but I don't want to go back I love my people there I go and visit my family there but guess what I don't want to be up there with them I don't want to live on the 15th floor no more because that's where we live. On the 15th floor. We live so high up. My, my, my father's people used to come from Alabama, and the window was here, and they said, Oh yeah, they would be standing over here. Yeah, I see it. Because we live so far up in the project. And when God set me free from that, not going back. Hey man. Amen. man, because listen, once you, once you get a taste of something better, why would you go for something lesser? Why would you go back for something you know that when you was out there doing it was hurting you just so you can feel or get that thrill again? See, the devil brings a thrill to you, but he don't tell you the price of it. He don't tell you what it's going to cost you when you get through. He don't tell you the cost. He just tell you how good this looks. Hey, Amen. It's just like me going to a car dealer. And like yesterday, I'm talking to the car dealer. I'm like, yeah, you know, well, I'm looking to get another car. He said, really? I said, yeah, I'm going to, you know. He said, well, you can bring your lease in early. I said, okay, no problem. I said, can you get me a car be- below this certain price I want? He said, no. I said, oh, man, ain't no sense of us talking no more then. Cause I say, you are not bringing me into bondage on some car with a high price that I'm scraping Toy's piggy bank to get the money to pay. <laughs> That's just not happening anymore. You know, you go to a car dealer and you look at a car and the car look all nice and you know you want that car and they hit you with a payment of $600 a month. And y'all know folks, this happened to us. We get caught like this a lot of times. And then the next thing you know, because we like it and because we so taken by it, next thing you know, we buying that car and then can't make rent and the car meet at the same time because we really wanted that expensive car. Now we in bondage to a payment we can't make. The devil is a liar. Let's stay on this free. Your topic, Jesus has made me free. Again. Jesus has made me free. Very simple. Very simple time. But man, what goes with it and what we have to understand, Jesus has made you free. But now it's up to you and I to stay free. See, it's one thing to be free. It's another thing to stay free. Somebody's not listening. Somebody's not hearing. See, once the son makes you free, he makes you free so that now you can live a life in him through the power of the Holy Spirit defeating the stuff that used to bring you down or had you in bondage. But now, staying free, that's on you. He'll empower you. He'll let you know the Holy Spirit is with you. He's given you his peace, his grace, his joy, his love. He's also even given you his precious promises. But the one thing he's not going to do, and that's to make you do something you don't want to do. He's not going to make you stay free. It's up to you and I every day to stand therefore in the liberty wherewith Christ has made us free. He's not gonna make us stay free. It's up to us to remain free. So that's why the challenge is remain free. Amen. So so that so that listen for 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 the single folks when 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 that when that dude that used to call you a long time ago call you again. <laughs> you don't spend too much time with him on the phone too long. Or for for, for the single man, you don't spend too much time with her on on the phone too long because you know she was the reason for having you bound or he was the reason for keeping you bound. Those phone calls you hang up on. Amen? And listen, we got call ID. Why are you picking that up anyway? You saw the number when they call. As soon as you got the number, you knew who it was. But as my nephew used to say, when I used to tell him, I said, you know, curiosity killed the cat. He said, but yeah, satisfaction brought him back. (laughs) I said, whoa, I said, wow, that's that's, that's interesting. (laughs) We shouldn't allow our curiosity and the point that we were satisfied before bring us back to a life are to a system of habits we know that God has delivered us from. Once you've been delivered, stay there. See, and one thing that's, that's causing a lot of Christians to come out of what God's delivered them from is internet, Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat. Snapchat, yeah, see. I got it. Snapchat. Yeah. All these things that the enemy has put in place that we can get to so fast. Amen. They're not, they're not building any more porn theaters anymore because it's too accessible on the internet. Why build those when now you can get it for free and get it anywhere you want and you don't have to wait till you get home because you got your phone. Whom the Son sets free is free indeed. Stand therefore in the liberty wherewith Christ has made thee free and be not entangled again in the yoke of bondage. Why go back to what you used to do when Christ has given you so much better? Why? Why? See, the devil always brings you what you think or what he believes you want But he don't tell you what's going to happen when you get into it. He don't explain that to you. But he he presents. See, he's a great presenter. He's a great representative of his company. And he brings you on this nice presentation. And you're just all caught up by it. You know, it's pretty much like what he's taught the advertising field to do. To make it look advertising. So that when you look at it, you're not not buying it because it works for you, you're buying it because Beyonce used it. You're buying it because of how it looked on Tyra Banks. And see, that's how how Satan works. That's exactly how he works. Let me make it look as good as I can possibly make it look. Just like he'll send a man in here, oh, I, I was so blessed when I I heard that this preacher had really did this in his church. He had really did this. He had got himself all dressed up like a vagabond and came into the church. And as soon as he came into the aisle, folks moved out that aisle and moved over to the other side and and some folks went over this way. Because they didn't want to sit next to the the vagabond, the bum, as we used to call it when I was a kid. They want to sit next to him. And then here come a man With a suitcase with a suit on and with a tie on and as soon as he came in all he said was I'm a preacher they didn't even know him and took him to the pulpit and then the announcer got up and said she didn't know where he was and she didn't realize he wasn't there but she said now we're gonna have a now we're gonna have the word from our pastor and everybody started clapping but where was the pastor And the pastor in the back of the church took off his vagabond coat and his vagabond hat and came up with his bottle of liquor with water in it. And when all the folks seen him come up to the front and See, because they had not been freed from looking at a person's clothes and looking at their outside and thinking that this person don't really have it because their outside says they don't have it. I don't care how they look on the outside. You don't know what's on the inside. Don't judge me by my cover. Judge me by who I am, by the content of my character. Let me show you something. This is not appealing. There's no great, great presentation on it. There's no picture on it that draws your attention. There's no colors on it that gets to you. Oh, but my God, let me tell you what's in this book. Inside this book is life. Inside this book is promises. Inside this book is eternity. In this book, you will find Jesus Christ, but it ain't pretty. It ain't pretty. See it? It's black and on the front it just says, Holy Bible, that's all it says. Didn't catch your attention, did it? But let me tell you what, it sets people free. Let me tell you something, it brought Israel out of bondage in Egypt. Let me tell you something, it opened up the Red Sea, the word of the living God, amen. It told, it told David, when David had lost his wife and his men, all their wives, it told him, pursue and get everything back. Recover all that the enemy had, took him from, had taken from him. And this is what did it for him. This book. Look at the cover. Look at, look at it. Nick, it, does that draw you? It, it, the, the cover's not nice, is it? No, it's not colorful. There's no picture on it. But there's life in this book. There's life in this book. Let me tell you something, what's in this book? Resurrection. Woo! Resurrection is in this book. Let me tell you, let me tell you something. What's in it? Crucifixion. But he rose from the dead. It's all in this book. Amen. And see, this is why, saints, when we're free, we're not to go back to where we were. We're not to give up and to allow the enemy to bring us back to where we used to be. Now, understand, all around us saints, I want you to understand, there are spirits all around us. Let me tell you something. You are never far from a spirit. There's always some type of spirit, especially of the enemy, that wants your attention. You know what I love? I love it in the, what's that? The 12th chapter of 1 Corinthians where it talks about the spirit of the living God. And it talks about all the things that the spirit of God does. It says that the spirit of God gives you knowledge by the same spirit. Say that you get wisdom by the same spirit. You get miracles and healings by the same spirit. You get tongues and interpretation of tongues by the same spirit. Deserving the spirit and faith by the same spirit because it's on, the only one you need to be empowered is the Holy Spirit. It's the Holy Spirit who gives us all the gifts from God. It's the Holy Spirit who puts within us ministry. But don't, do you not know that Satan is not omnipresent? So All the time when he wants something done, he gets one spirit and dispatches him to your place to get it done. And what that spirit is to do, that spirit is to entertain your inner spirit and to try to bring your inner thoughts, your inner imaginations to where Satan wants you to be. No place did I see this more than when I went to see this play of a book that was given to me by a lady that used to be in our church many years ago named Evelyn. Don't even know what happened to her, but I know she opened my eyes to that. A book called The Screw Tape Letters. How many of y'all ever heard of it? The Screw Tape Letters. The Screw Tape Letters about a man in the hospital that this demon was dispatched because he was dying and his family went to the hospital to teach him about Jesus because he had been an atheist all his life. And the family went there so that he might get a chance to know Jesus before he died. But the man died knowing Jesus and the demon failed his assignment. Because he could not get the man to follow him. And when he wasn't working, he sent a stronger demon. Saints of God, we're living in some terrible times. What did Paul, I think Paul told Timothy, he said, we're in perilous times. Let me tell you something, we're in perilous times, dangerous times. Saints, and it's getting worse every day. Let me tell you something, it's time to pray like you've never prayed before. I don't know, if you ain't got a prayer service going in your house yet, what you waiting on? If you ain't got on a prayer line yet, what you waiting for? If you're not coming to Bible study yet, why not? Because let me tell you something, the only thing that's going to deliver you from the onslaught and the attack of Satan is the word of the living God. Because the only thing that he fears more than anything is the word. He don't fear your tears. He don't fear your fear. He wants your fear. Because if your fear makes him prosperous in his work. But what he wants, he wants our souls. He wants our heart. He wants our mind. He wants our thoughts. He wants to bring us down to his level. This is what he did to Adam and Eve. He brought them down to his level. When they were walking in freedom, when they were walking at the height of God's grace in their walk, they made the dumb mistake to listening to Satan. Oh, look around and tell your neighbor, tell them, be careful what you listen to. Come on, tell them again. Say it like you mean it. Be careful what you listen to. Open up your Bibles with us to Luke, the 13th chapter. Jesus told the Pharisees, he said, whom the Son sets free is free indeed. That's what he told them. He said, who I makes free will be free for life. You understand that? Listen, you're not going to do life in prison. I'm going to make you free for life. Freedom, listen, freedom over all the things that used to get you down. Freedom over things that used to cause you to be bound. Freedom over things that used to keep your mind locked up. God says, I want you to remain free. Because Jesus set you free. And see, we should never go back to where we were. The Bible says we're like dogs going back to eat their vomit. The Bible says that we're like the pig that's been washed that's went back to his wallering in the mire in the mud. Cuz that's what listen, pigs do that cuz that's what they're accustomed to doing. <laughs> they like mud because pigs can't take heat. They don't have sweat glands. Pigs can't sweat. The mud protects them from sweating. See, that's why they always, that's why they've been telling you, don't you eat no pork. Don't you eat no pork, scan you. Don't you eat no pork. Because pigs don't have no sweat glands. So because they have no sweat glands, they they accumulate a lot of diseases in their body when they're not kept at proper temperatures. So that's why the pig went wallowing back into his mud because he's not accustomed to being washed. But I want to tell you something, that you can get used to being free. And when you get used to it, let me tell you something, stay there. Don't let no demon soon going to hell bring you out of being free. Stay free. And stand in that freedom. Bask in that freedom. Enjoy that freedom. Listen, rest in that freedom. Find peace in that freedom. There is grace and joy in that freedom. Because let me say something, when you're free, there ain't nothing better than being free. Amen. Amen. See, this is what happened to our mother and our father. They were dependent on God. See, that's, let me tell you something, being free means being dependent. Be independent on God. See, independent frees you. Independence frees you to do what you want to do. That's dangerous. Because anybody independent on their own gonna find out one day, I need God. Even if it's not to your deathbed, you're gonna find out I need God. Independence hurts. And it brings us down. Because in independence we make our own decisions. In independence we don't listen to the word of God. When we're walking in independence nobody can tell us what to do. I'm, I'm reading an article and when I'm reading this article and I, I'm sorry some of y'all may disagree with me and you know go, um, um, talk to me on Facebook. <laughs> I don't got a page. Anyway Listen. You know what, I was reading an article and they were telling 10 things that a a woman shouldn't do. And as I began to read the article, I began to say, wait a minute, this sounds familiar. Don't do this. If, If you don't, if he won't let you do this, he don't love you. If he don't let you do this, he don't love you. I was like, wait a minute, that sounds real familiar. And then I realized, I said, that's the independence that the enemy brought to Eve. Because the Bible says that God has given man dominion and authority. And that when a man and, when a man and woman comes and they marry, that God has given the man he as the head. And the woman, the man and the woman come together and love one another while they recognize one another's place in the marriage. But you don't leave your husband cause you, he don't want to let you fulfill your dreams by going to another state to work. Huh? Don't let your man stop you from your dreams. So you walk out on your husband because you want to go work in Utah and he wants to stay in Jersey where y'all bought a house together? But see, y'all listen, you're not listening to the undertone. The tone that they're giving you is be independent. Be your own person, but you're not your own person because you two are one. The twin became one, so that how now can you just walk out? If you wanted to do that, you should have stayed single. And in this way, nobody can tell you what to do. But two people that get married, they work and they make decisions together. No one in the marriage can make a decision on their own. We come together and we talk it over. But when you start making decisions on your own, that ain't no marriage, that's a dictatorship. That's right. That's right. Absolutely. We're supposed to come together and counsel together and talk with each other until we come to a conclusion together. Ain't that right? If I got any married folks in there who believe that, come on, say praise the Lord. No wife, no wife has no business saying, you know what, honey, I think I'm going to follow my dreams and I'm just going to take this road because I know you want to go this way. Huh? What God has put together let no man put asunder. How, how are we fulfilling God's word if you in Utah and I'm over here? And this stuff with this this long-distant marriages, uh, uh, uh-uh, let me tell you something. That's a trick from the devil. (laughs) Ain't no man got no business in Florida and his wife living up in in, in, uh, Rochester, New York. That just ain't going to work. I'm going to tell you right now, and don't marry into that, please. All you single folks in here, don't marry into that. No, that's a lie. When two people get married, they need to be together because they need to grow together. But if I'm going to grow, how are we going to grow And I'm in Florida? That's right. And pastor's in Maine. Are we going to grow over Facebook? <laughs> no, I'm going to tell you what's going to happen. What the devil don't tell you, you're not going to grow together. You're going to grow apart. That's right. And if, because if, if your wife and your husband ain't, ain't never there, that opens, that opens you up for attack. Right. Because you lonely. Because you you feeling sad? Didn't you not hear what God said? Why did God give Adam Eve? He said it is not good for man to be alone. I will give him a helpmeet. If God wanted Adam to be alone, He wouldn't have made Eve. Amen. But I'm listening to the world and I'm reading it and I'm saying, wow, the world thinks they've got it all figured out. They're making women to feel more independent and they're making men to bow down into that. But what they're not realizing that they're doing, because they're not according to God's word, they're breaking up marriages instead of helping marriages. Because when you're not doing it God's way, it's not going to work anyway. And that's just the bottom line. Tell them, come on, say it with me. It's got to be God's way. Oh, come on and say it again, it's got to be God's way. Because when it's not God's way, let me tell you what you will do. You will make yourself handicapped. You will make yourself handicapped. You will give yourself a disability. See, being in bondage, although they don't tell you, is a disability. Being trapped to, to habits and addictions is a disability not not just not just figuratively literally it's a disability you ever seen those people that when they get dependent on drugs what happened to them you ever seen those people when they're dependent on alcohol what happens to them it's a disability that becomes it's not only a, an addiction it's a disability that eventually becomes a liability yeah. that also becomes life threatening Because alcohol will cook your liver, mess up your kidney, and mess up your inside. But the devil didn't tell you that when you took your first drink. He don't tell you these things. He just tell you, go ahead, it tastes good. Go ahead, this will make you feel better. Do you not know, do you not know that the greater population of alcoholics is the stay-at-home wife? The emotional woman who's home by herself, she drinks and consumes the most alcohol. I know you thought it was men, right? No. It's a stay-at-home wife. She's the one that consumes the most alcohol. Why? Because the devil has more times to speak to her. That's what he did to your mother. Eve, if you give him time, he's got a dime. And he will pay whatever it costs to get your attention but you got to stay free. Say to your neighbor, stay free. free. Look at your other neighbor, tell him, stay free. Don't ever let the devil bring you back to where you used to be. I know you are tempted by it. I know you get it passing by you every day, but I come to let you know he's a liar. He will bring you down because he has only come but to steal and to kill and to destroy. He will bring you down and you'll be looking at your life like what in the world happened? It's time to get to the root of the problem, to get to the issue. And it's time to trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not to thine own understanding. Stop leaning to your understanding and trust God. See, that's what happens. Independence makes you trust you. Independence trust your logic. Logic, omniscience. I don't know. Let's weigh this now. Logic, omniscience. Which one weighs more now? Come on now. Come on now, that's stupid. Read the word of God, stay in his word, stay in God's thoughts and stop getting in your own thoughts because your thoughts can kill you. Your thoughts will bring you into a place you ain't supposed to be. Your thoughts will bring you into a position, oh Lord, you shouldn't be in. Come on now, let's talk about it. Luke, the 13th chapter. When you have it, say amen. amen. See, these, the reason why we're talking about this, because Jesus was dealing with people that needed help. But there was always someone who was sent by Satan, who was dispatched on a mission, who was sent on assignment to keep them from getting what God had for them. See, and I want you to know, you better start being able to discern what's going on around you. See, God wants to give each and every one of us when we ask, discernment of spirit. See, because I can't pick out who you are from the inside, but God can help me discern your spirit whether or not you're for me or against me. See, discernment works differently than anything else. Because when I have discernment, I can see from the inside what's going on not from the outside. Amen? Because the world, let me say something, you ever notice that the world try to make everything look real pretty? Sometimes you look in the magazine and say, where they get all these people from? All these dudes with all these muscles, all these girls with these seemingly, what they call perfect shape, say, where these people come from? But see, what they don't tell you is what they go through to get there how these women starve themselves to death. And most of them just hungry while they taking a the picture hoping for a sandwich afterward. Amen. I said, that, I said that to say this to you. Be happy with what God has made you. And you are beautiful not because of you being on a magazine. You're beautiful because God made you beautiful. You're good because God made you good. Now, if you want to lose weight, then go ahead. That's your preference. But know that even if you don't, you're good. Because God loves you. He set you free. And you are who you are in him. Paul said, I am that I am. Not I, but Christ that liveth in me. Amen? Amen. Because if you look at the world, man, the world will make you think you ain't nobody. Why? Because you ain't 105. You ain't no one. Because you're because you don't look like this. Okay. Cause he got flat stomach and I don't. So now I don't look good. I'm, I'm ugly. Because my body. Come on now. Come on now. listen to the stupidity of that, stupidity of that, and after a while you'll know what's going on here. It's the trickery of the enemy. Luke 13, verse chapter um, 13, verse 10. And he was teaching, speaking of Jesus, and he was teaching in the synagogue on the Sabbath. Jesus was teaching in the synagogue on the Sabbath. See, I need you to understand the place where he was. He was in the synagogue. See, a lot of times, we need to understand, am I where God wants me to be? See, one thing I know about Jesus, wherever he was, brother Nick, God ordained that he be there. You know what? He knew his day before he got started. The work of the Lord. He knew what he had to do. And his place to be at was the synagogue that day. Because there was something in the synagogue that he had to do. He was in the Jewish church. With Jewish people that didn't believe that he was the son of God. But he had to be there. <laughs> He had to be there. Listen, he was teaching in one of the synagogues. He was doing God's will for his life. He was teaching. See, I tell anybody, you want to learn something, teach. Get under a teaching ministry. Get under a ministry where they're teaching the word. See, I can jump, holler, scream, and jump on the benches, and then you go home, um, what was the topic? That man preached? God used him. What did he preach about? You know, we had a time today. God really moved. No, God didn't move. The folks were emotional. Listen, they were were emotional with no deliverance. They were so emotional that all week they're not going to stay free because emotions don't set people free. The Word sets people free. See, if I... Let me say something. If every Sunday you came here and all we gave you was an emotional message, during the week, you would find yourself falling into temptation. You would find yourself giving up into Satan's domain. Why? Because you didn't hear anything that could help you to be delivered or that could help you overcome the temptation. Oh, but I'm reminded of what Paul said in 1 Corinthians 10 and 13. Paul said, listen, there is now, no, Roman, there is now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus Who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. Because the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus has set me free from the law of... You want to hear it? Set me free. The Spirit of life, which is in Christ Jesus, has set me free from the law of sin and death. The spirit of life, which is in Christ Jesus, has set me free. And now there's no condemnation here in me. See, because you got a lot of Christians walking around still feeling bad about what they did 20 years ago. Is is anybody here like that? Don't raise your hand. Is anybody here like that? I come to let you know you're free. You don't have to walk in condemnation because of something you did 10 to 15 years ago that the devil's still trying to make you feel guilty about. He's a liar. You are not condemned. Christ has set you free from that. You don't have to keep walking in that guilt and that shame. Let that thing go because whom the son sets free is what? Free indeed. Why are you still holding on to the fact of what you did 14 years ago? Why are you still holding on to guilt for something you should have done or you at least you think you could have done? Let that go. Look around tell your neighbor. Let it go Look around and tell them be free free. Tell them remain free In Jesus name Jesus. Jesus was teaching so that people would be free. He wanted them to know that God has sent your liberator here for you to receive freedom And I'm coming to a church near you. I'm here and I'm teaching the gospel. And he's in the synagogue and he's teaching. Because he wants, listen, you know what Jesus' objective was? To save souls. You know what that means? To set them free. (laughs) He don't want you in the church bound up of something you said or something you did or something you feel no that's the devil's way of keeping you in feelings we walk by faith so why are you walking by your feelings you're feeling what you did because i mean i shouldn't have done it like that or, or why did that have to happen you know and satan bring you into it so quick he just look you remember when you did this so-and-so i'm free Come on, say it with me, I'm free. free. Come on and say it again, I'm I'm free. Oh, I've been singing that song all week. I am free. Thank the Lord. I'm free. No longer bound. Listen, no more chains holding me. There's no more chains holding me. I don't want to be bound up no more. Listen, verse 11. And behold... There was a woman which had a spirit of infirmity, 18 years, and she was bowed together and could in no wise lift herself up. She was bowed down. Imagine walking like this for 18 years. Good God, it hurt me just a little bit. That was 18 seconds. And now, now honey going to have to rub me down when I get home. But this woman was like this for 18 years. And listen, I found out something. Jesus said it was a spirit of infirmity. It was a demonic attack Oh God, upon her body. It wasn't just a generic disease that she had from, her, from generations past. No, it was a spirit that entered her back and lowered her down so that she could not in no wise lift herself up. A spirit, a demon, a demonic attack upon her life. And see, most of us don't even realize it, but a lot of times when we're going through temptation, there's a demonic attack. The devil has dispatched spirits to keep us down for the purpose of tempting us and having us go his way. But I come to let you know he's a liar. I come to let you know that whom the Son sets free is free indeed. And that I will not bow down to the enemy this spirit had bowed her over and had her bowing down to the floor with her back that she could, the Bible says she could in no wise lift herself up. It was a demon that did this. It was nothing that came from her family. No one else in her family was like this. It was a demonic attack. It's a demonic attack on your mind. It's a demonic attack on your finances. It's a demonic attack on your family. It's a demonic attack on your husband and wife. You gotta talk to the enemy and let him know that I'm free and I'm not gonna be attacked by you. I'm not gonna have you bring me down. You one time had me bound up, but God has set me free. And whom the Son sets free is what? You will not keep me where I was. But he sends out spirits. He dispatches spirits your way. And they're speaking to your mind. They're working on your finances. They're working on your family. They're working on your job. They're doing everything they can to get you fired. They're doing everything they can to get you out of your square. They're doing everything they can to get you to curse. They're doing everything they can to get you to do something stupid. They got to this woman and they bowed her over. Ah, but bless God, Jesus was in the place. Bless God, Jesus had a plan. He was there for nobody else but this woman. Listen. And behold, there was a woman which had a spirit of infirmity 18 years and was bowed together and could in no wise lift herself up. And Jesus saw her. I want you to know God is always watching you. He's always looking after you. He's always protecting you. He's always securing you your freedom. He's watching you. And Jesus saw her. This means, listen, this says that the master locked his eyes on her. He focused on her. She had his full attention. And I come to let you know that you have his attention. Don't you worry about it. When you pray, he hears you. When you fast, he sees you. When you call him, he's already here. Don't you start thinking, God don't care. Oh, yes, he cares. He cares. And he's answering. And he's looking. And he sees you because Jesus focused on her. He locked his eyes. And at that point, no one else mattered but the woman with the spirit of infirmity. But I need you to understand, it wasn't just a woman that had his attention, but the demon that put her, the demon that put her there caught his attention, and now he's not just there for the woman, but he's there to get that demon off her, and I come to let you know that he's the same Jesus, he's come to get that demon off your back to get that monkey off your back that's been bothering you and you're gonna leave here different than you came. You're not leaving here the same. You're not going back home that person you used to be. You will not have the same thoughts anymore. Cause he sees the demon that's doing it and he's focused on the demon and he's gonna cast out that demon because whom the son sets free is free indeed stand therefore in the liberty wherewith Christ has made thee free and be not entangled again in the yoke of bondage he sees he's focused on it he knows what the problem is So now listen, and when Jesus saw her, he called her to him, he called her, he said, come, <laughs> and guess what, she was stupid, she came, <laughs> you know what, I like stupid people, because they okay. Jesus called her. She moved. But listen how she came. She came like this. Somebody catching this? When she came to him, she came like this. Yes. That's how she came. Because that was the only way she can walk. The Bible says she couldn't in no lift herself up. That's the way. she. She, ah, she came to Jesus like this. Yeah. <laughs> That's the way she came to him. Yeah. Ah. And listen, he called her, and she he called her, she called, he called for her to him, and said unto her, woman. <laughs> He's speaking to her. See, I need you to see this because I saw this very plain yesterday. I didn't see it for years. I didn't see this. See, he, he spoke to us. He said, woman. He's speaking to you. He's speaking. He said, he's saying, Nate. He, he's, he's calling your name because he knows you personally. But see, in the next word, he's saying something to somebody else. He said, woman, Thou art loosed but see thou art loosed was not for the woman thou art loosed was for the demon that had her bound and he's telling her you are free from this demonic attack no more is this demon to hold you now she came to him like this but while in his presence she stood up And no longer was she bowed down because Jesus freed her and God has freed you. You have no business back to where you used to be. You have no business talking to or running with who you used to run with. Why? God has set you free. Now stand, therefore, in the liberty wherewith Christ has made you free. For whom the Son sets free. You ain't got no business back. Whom the Son sets free is free indeed. You're not to go back to where you come from. Hmm. Listen what he said. They said, and then after he said thou art loose from thy infirmity he laid his hand on her to lay the hand on her was to confer the blessing yes. of the Lord on her life and to let her know I'm blessing you yes, yes, yes. Yes, because you were cursed Jesus. by that demon who had you down but I'm putting a blessing on your life. Hallelujah. Ah. And the Bible said after he touched her, read what the next word said. What the next word said. Woo! You're not, you not saying it with no feeling. He laid hands on her. And after the hands was on her, the Bible said, immediately, suddenly, exponentially fast as soon as possible. As soon as he laid hands on her, that spirit got off her and it said that she straightened up. And that's all that needs to be done in here today. Some of us just need to straighten up. You've been walking crooked, Straighten up. Stop being crooked, Straighten up. Crooked people, crooked people watch pornography when everybody else is asleep. Crooked people lust when they know church folks ain't around. Crooked people try to get women in the church in the bed when they think nobody around gonna see them. Crooked people eat things they ain't supposed to eat. They say things they're not supposed to say. That's crooked people. But let me tell you something, when God straighten you out, Mm. Mm -mm -mm. you are straightened up. And it's gonna happen suddenly, immediately. And they said she got up. Know what she did after she got up? What you need to do once God sets you free? Wait a minute, wait, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I'm speaking to Christians that's been set free. If you have been set free by God, you right now need to glorify him. You need to give him praise. Has he set you free? Then give him praise. What she knew, what he did, she glorified God. Because no one had ever cared about her for 18 years. For 18 years, every day it was the same thing. She was bent over. But one day, Jesus came, laid hands on her. And the Bible said, immediately. Woo! Listen what she happened listen what happened before she glorified God, she straightened up. Yes. Go home and get it straight. Go home and tell them people on Facebook, I'm not gonna be talking with you anymore. Because you send me nasty pictures. You send me things I ought not to be looking at as a Christian. Go home. And get it straight. Get that mind straight now and then come here or go to your secret closet and glorify God. <laughs> Lift up your hands. Lift up your hands unto him right now and glorify him. For I'm telling you who the son sets free is free indeed. You are free You are no longer condemned. You are not guilty. You are not to walk around feeling shame. You are not to walk around feeling condemned. Whom the Son has set free is free indeed. Stand therefore in the liberty wherewith Christ has made thee free and be not entangled again in the yoke of bondage. There is no temptation but such that is common to man. But God is faithful who will not suffer you to be tempted above that ye are able but will also with the temptation make a way of escape that ye may be able to bear it. There is no temptation so powerful that it's going to throw you over. God is faithful. Even when you're not, God is faithful. Even when we're not, God is faithful. Even when we go off, God is faithful. Even when we're crooked, God is faithful. Even when we have bowed down to the enemy, God is faithful. He's faithful. He's faithful. He's faithful. He's faithful. faithful. Right now, right where you're at. Right where you're at, if you know that something has been attacking you, And keeping you with your head down to the floor. I want you right now to bring that before God. Right where you are right now. What is it? Expose it. You know the only way the devil is going to leave you alone. Is when you expose him. See because when he's exposed. He can no longer work. Because his cover of darkness has been snatched. Think about it right now. Let's get to the root of the problem. And right now. I want you to see yourself as this woman coming to Jesus, coming before the throne of God, (sighs) coming boldly before the throne of grace, where you may be able to find mercy and grace at this time of need in your life. Find yourself coming to Jesus before the throne and now know that his hands is already upon you. Know that his hands is already upon you and he's blessing you right now. Now with your hands lifted up, I want you to begin to glorify him for your deliverance. Glorify him for your deliverance right now. Just give him glory. 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 He's worthy of of your praise. Bless the Lord, O oh my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praises shall continually be in my mouth. In everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Give thanks. Give thanks, give thanks, give thanks, give thanks. God is breaking the chains right now. God is breaking the chains right now. He's loosening the shackles off your feet right now. Oh, he's telling the enemy, loose her, let her go. Loose her, let her go. Loose him, let him go. Set him free. Set them free. Right now, it's being done. It's done just for you. It's done. Woman, thou art loose. Man, thou art loose. You are loose. Straighten up. Glorify God. Walk right. Get it right. Get it straight. Do it right. Talk right live right walk right think right do right you can do it because God has set you free he set you free you are free right now no no longer bound 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 I am free. Come on, let's sing one chorus of that. I am free. Praise the Lord. I'm free. No longer bound. No more chains holding me. The whole is resting that's just a blessing come on sing it loud praise the lord hallelujah i'm free come on sing it somebody needs to hear it i am free praise the lord i'm free no longer bound no more chains No more chains holding me. My soul is resting. That's that's just a blessing. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I'm free. God bless you.